Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4 of the Principal Podcast. This is Tom Gaber, Principal of KHS, joined by two outstanding senior hosts. Lily Tatera. And our guest host today. Skylar Pagan. All right, Skylar, thank you for being here. I'd also like to welcome our special someones for this episode, and that's Mrs. Green and Mr. Link. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, huge night at the concert, and we're going to get back to that. But um, to our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in and sharing in this fourth-year tradition and production of the podcast. Um, we hope to always uh, retain previous listeners, and of course, our goal is to gain more listeners to tune in to hear our voices here at KHS. Lily, can you explain what the Principles Podcast is? Of course. Uh, the Principles Podcast is a way for us, and specifically you as the principal, to connect with our Kenston stakeholders, especially students and parents who want to get a snippet of what's going on in the school. That's right. And this program is really a great opportunity for me to model some of our creative instruction that, that occurs um, throughout our curriculum, but especially um, right here in the hub. And, and we're actually recording from the green room. Yes, Mrs. Green is here in the green room, if you Thank heard you that. Much. Yes. But uh, no, we love it. I think, um, you know, we continue to be innovative with um, our coursework and and exposing um, wonderful experiences for all of our students. And um, it's a great way for me to connect, you know, and and kind of come out of the office when I can. So I, I thank everyone for that. Um, Skylar. You got to answer this question. Like, where can people follow us in Principles Podcast? Right, for sure, people can follow us on Twitter, either at KHS Bomber Media or TKABOM underscore KHS. Please tweet questions or topics for future podcasts using the hashtag Principles Podcast. Thank you. And I guess one last shout out goes to Mr. James Reinhardt from Ganley Chevy in Aurora. We thank him uh, for his support every single episode and from his original contribution to this awesome stellar equipment that we're using. We just had another upgrade with the soundboard that we're super pumped to be using today. And you can probably hear from the, the clarity of, um, of these mics and the board um, really how awesome the equipment is. So we thank him for that. So let's go right into our first segment, Liz. Uh, great. So we have our two special guests, Mrs. Green and Mr. Link, who just wrapped up the 2022 to 2023 uh, Kenston Holiday Concert, which is kind of the biggest showcase of arts throughout the year of the choir and band. So what are your hopes and expectations for the holiday concert each year? Well, we were super excited about this one because this is our first quote normal concert that we've had since 2019 where we had all of the groups all together so our hope is that they get better every year and that our students put their best foot forward to do a fantastic performance and that we all survive at the end <laughs> first of all um i just want to weigh in a little bit and i was super excited you like because i knew we were going to have a full house and i always check in with mr link mrs green beforehand and, and mr link's like Tom, like we got to squeeze these people in, like, you know, more people are coming and, and how do we, how do we make sure we fill this, you know, the auditorium? And I said, well, that's up to you. So he went out <laughs> and tried to move people and, and we did have more um, guests coming in, but I just, I was again, you know, blown away, super impressed with um, 
the talent and both of you guys were also part of that having solos um, as a part but uh, you know to see everyone there grandparents family community members alum which we've talked about it was just really an awesome experience and I guess like to build on Lily's question when does the planning begin because like take us through I guess like okay it's a holiday concert so you guys you know, selection of, of songs. Is there a certain theme? This is the year we got all of the groups back together. So I guess, how does that, how does that begin? How does that become, you know, as part of the routine? Does this happen in August or, you know, when, when does all this uh, take place? I would be uh, lying if I, if I told you it, it, it hasn't started already. Um, when, when the, when the concert happens and everything's fresh in your mind, um, that's when you want to say, hey, this was great, or this we need to tweak this for next year. And we kind of do a little after-action report after the concert is done. Yes. And there'll be a lot of logistical things that we'll talk about as well with uh, Mrs. Lewis, as, who's the other band director who's uh, at the middle school right now. And we'll all sit down and we'll be like, hey, what was successful? Um, how can we be more successful? What would we have liked to have done differently? Um, and then this year was unique because only the seniors who did this as freshmen have ever done this concert before. So it was kind of like going all the way back to 2008, the first time we did this and getting everyone in. And for this holiday concert, our goal is to be, we try to be professionals for a night in the way we look and the way we present ourselves and then do the very best we can with the music. So it's not just about learning the music, it's trying to put everything together and play the part and give our students the experience of performing that and give our community the chance to see it. Yeah, that, that's awesome and unbelievable that you, you know, start you know, thinking about how to adjust even for, you know, next, the next holiday season, which I think is really best practice for, for all of our teachers in any lesson, any classroom, any type, type of large performance like that. So like quite often, um, you know, competition teams or speech and debate or whatever it might be, will go back and maybe listen to a recording or watch the, the film of the game do you guys do that since it's now like recorded and, you know, it's on the live stream? Is that something that you guys actually like take the time? Because I think it was what, hour and almost 45 minutes. So, well, yeah. to, to tell you the truth, I, I will not go back and watch the live no? stream. Uh, I think that combined, Mr. Link and I could tell you every note that happened yeah. in that concert. And I think it's still super fresh in our mind. That's pretty And good. if we go back and listen to it, some things are going to sound better than what is in our head. And some things are going to sound like exactly what's in our head. That's interesting. <laughs> I, w I would have thought like maybe you go back and so kind of take I, notes and go I, through. I, no, I really you don't need like to, to see. Yeah. Credit to you guys. There's like a, there's a certain hype like building up to the holiday concert where it's yeah. like, it's happening. It's yeah. happening. So much is happening. And then after it's done, there's just like a, it's done. Yeah. It was great, but it's done. And like, I don't know. I usually I usually have my parents video record every time I have like a solo. And last night they didn't and I didn't even like ask. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, but that was like one of my favorite ones I've done. But like it's over and the moment happened. And that's OK. And, like, I don't need to. I didn't need you don't to need to reflect because you're, you're still on like, that high. Yeah. 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 Well, so it does make sense. It would be would. one thing like, um, you know, when we're thinking of our reflection, we're thinking of the logistics and the process. You know, we're not going to perform these songs again. 
you know, like we don't really necessarily like to do pieces where the students will perform the same piece True. again. Yeah. So Mrs. Green and I, because we're both going to be here for a very long time, we'll probably end up doing at some point every song that happened last night again. But that'll be a new process with new students. So when we're thinking of that reflection piece, we're not trying to go through and find every mistake in the song because that would also drive us crazy. And then, yeah. as Lily said, it would, it would dull the moment a little bit. But those uh, big logistical pieces and how everything goes together, you know, those are the things that, that are really still fresh in our minds right now. So we just said we make a, a Google Doc with all the directors and we're like, this was great. You know, pros, cons, what do we want to try? Yeah. Because next year, you know, when the new school year is starting, our, our memories will have changed. So we want to know what we think about it today, not what we think about it in September. Now, is this a different approach just because it's the culmination? It's a concert night versus marching band, you know, 10 Friday nights or competition choral where you're repeating. And so you are looking to refine, you know, certain routines or certain um, notes or whatever that may look like. Yeah. In that in that setting, you are looking specifically like with the marching band. Hey, you know, we did this show because it's repetitive at, at Chagrin Falls. And next week we're going to do it at home. All right. Where were the mistakes exactly? And how are we going to go about fixing them? Or in March when the bands and choirs go and they compete in OMEA event, we'll do a concert first. Um, and then we get to go through sort of note by note and try to yeah. fix some things over the course of the next week. Before Different we than the judges. one night performance, though. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, so I guess going on to our next question in the topic is there's obviously with especially this concert, there's like a lot of kids performing in the night. There's a lot of groups going up and stress is certain to happen with when you have that many kids up on stage, especially in the combined number. There's like every kid in the music program on one stage. So I just, I guess I want to ask, has that stress gotten easier over the years? Or is it just always that same like, oh gosh, everybody's up there? No, it has not gotten easier <laughs> over the years. What has gotten easier over the years is that Mr. Link and I know each other pretty well by now. And we know, and we're getting to know Mrs. Lewis a little better. And, and together that team is really coming together so we can anticipate what the other one is going to do. So that helps in putting those big numbers together for sure. Uh, and my, my stress level was pretty high yesterday. I think it's fair to say I apologized to the choir at the beginning <laughs> of class yesterday before I even like said anything or we even sang anything. I said, something is going to happen today where I overreact. I apologize now, but let's go forward. And you gave that speech as I was in the uniform room discovering that two suits were missing. <laughs> and I was I was listening to it and I was going, oh, God, oh, God. Well, <laughs> and Lily thought it was going to be her. I want to I I bring that up because, like you said, there's, there's so many bodies involved and so many different, um, I don't know, steps in the process. And so problems are go going to happen. And may maybe, Mr. Link, you can kind of share, you know, we were missing one of our most important percussionist seniors yes. and Mikey, you're probably hearing this. So we're just going to put you out there right you, now Mikey. and hope you're hopefully, hopefully you're feeling better, yeah. but uh, go ahead, Mr. Let's, let's address what happened because it was amazing. Like yes. you guys have to solve, you have to solve problems in an instant and have to kind of think like, okay, how, how do we make this work? Oh my gosh, we're, we're on in 10 or whatever that may look like. Right. So to, you know, to sort of build up with, 
I was not as wise as Mrs. Green, and that happens a lot. I did not pre-apologize to the band folks, and uh, and and I got a little heated with some issues that were happening. Um, but the thing is, it's part of the learning process. To kind of go back, I would say that um, this was the most stressful year in quite some time um, because our students are such great mentors to the other students. Um, so typically, you're just bringing in new members who are doing this for the first time, and you have you know, 75, 80% of the students who are doing it have done it before, and they're there to, at a minimum, be self-sufficient and at a, you know, sometimes a little bit more to help us in mentoring the people who have never done it before. Well, this year we had so few people who had ever done this, and so my advice and, and my coaching to the band was, hey, be self-sufficient, be ahead, make sure you have your uniform pieces, make sure you know what's gonna happen. So. A concert night emergency might be something like, you know, my instrument's not playing, I need to fix it. That there's, That's unavoidable. Um, I forgot my music is avoidable, those sort of things. Mm -hmm. So then you do end up with, and, and that was where my patience was going, you know, having somebody show up like, well, I, I couldn't find the right shoes. And I'm like, well, this is not something we should be dealing with. But then, you know, Mikey, Mikey, we love you. Um, Mikey is, you know, a wonderful percussionist who plays in the symphonic band. And with the percussion, every person is a soloist on every single song. It's not like having, you know, nine clarinets. Well, if you're missing one, okay, I need you guys to play a little bit louder to cover. Right. You're missing a percussionist. Those parts just don't happen. And um, so Mikey got very ill. And I know he wanted to be here. Uh, fortunately, Mrs. Uh, Lewis's husband, uh, Dr. Kevin Lewis, he has a doctorate in percussion. And we got him in the band room about 10 minutes before the concert. We gave him some music and he <laughs> he came on and he played and he's a professional. So it was it was great. Um, uh, Dr. Lewis, love you. You're an old friend. I would have rather had Mikey. Um, and, uh, you know, Mikey just he's. He's come so far, and and that's the whole thing. When, when you're talking about, um, especially seniors, this is a big moment yeah. for many people. This concert is their favorite concert, and I think for seniors there can be a little letdown after this concert. Like I'm never going to do that again. So for Mikey especially, I'm like I, I really wish he had been there. But he'll heal up. He'll be back in 2023, better than ever, and we'll move on. Putting on the holiday concert, even from like a student point of view, it's more than just like learning the music. It's dealing with the problems. And like you said, it's putting on a show. It's not just like singing for an audience because all these students have to deal with the music. They have to like learn for a lot of the underclassmen and even the juniors. They have to learn how to put on the show. And it's like it takes a whole collective effort to just learn how to walk in, learn how to perform yourself. Like, you know, did you guys feel that you were mentoring a lot of underclassmen though like through this process i guess so i feel like a lot of the underclassmen are very very strong especially in the alto section we have a lot of people who really get themselves and they get what they're doing and like i didn't find myself filtering as many things as i thought i would like there was i can't even tell you one alto that came up to me yesterday with an issue like if there was an issue it was a tenor or bass uniform problem. <laughs> it was somebody like, my tie's not working. And I'm like, I'll get you a new one. But um, there was, I feel like a lot of the, um, the underclassmen, especially since COVID has happened, have really learned that now everything is happening for real mm -hmm. and step up needs to happen. And they are. And now, yeah. Are you guys intentional with like leadership? 
as far as like clarifying those expectations. And, and there's so many different groups. So you get, you have to rely on a number of different seniors, I'm, I'm sure. Yes, we have a fantastic leadership structure this year in, in chorus specifically. Uh, they're, they're great section leaders and they pretty much take care of a lot of problems that are happening within before they even get to me. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a place where these seniors have stepped up to mentor and we, and we have some juniors in that leadership position too. Yeah. And they've really been fantastic. See, everybody thinks that like, you know, it, it, it sometimes feels disingenuous. People come up to the directors at the concert and they're like, oh, that was wonderful. And, and my standard line that every parent has heard is, well, you know, I just I wave my arms and the kids do the work. <laughs> um, but it's it's really only partially a, a joke. Um, we have a couple parent volunteers. Uh, Lily's mom, Kay Tatera, is our is our uniform chair. And then Allison Flinders um, is taking over that role next year. And she's been working uh, with, with Kay this year. And then in terms of getting the kids fit and, you know, helping us deal with those issues, I think people look at it and they'll look at, you know, myself and Mrs. Green and, 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 and Mrs. Lewis and they're like, oh, you guys do it all. And we don't do it all. I mean, um, we, we have great parent volunteers and then the students, uh, we have student quartermaster positions. Like Lily is doing that in the choir. Um, and I have students that do that within the band for both marching band and in the concert band as well. And it, it, there's so much going on that it wouldn't be possible for Mrs. Green and I to do that. And sometimes it, it feels a little wrong and I feel a little guilty because people look at us like we do everything. And, and trust me, we do not. Well, you guys have a, a wonderful team of, of teachers, really K-12. And I know like Timmons doesn't necessarily come up with KIS, middle school. I mean, everybody kind of kicks, you know, helps out and assists throughout all of the concerts you know, that occur. So um, I guess this year with the middle school now, almost now two years with with Mrs. Lewis coming on and then a a new, I guess, choir instructor. How has that been with kind of, you know, usually the the experience is a little bit greater than than what we're dealing with. And so that's another component that probably you guys might have to be a little bit stressful about. But how is that going? Yeah. It, it, it's going fantastically. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Mikolajczyk is our new addition at the middle school, and she really sprang into action last night oh, yeah. uh, when we had a little glitch with the choir program, and I was very far away from her, and I just signaled to her, and she took care of a problem lickety-split for us. Um, and to their credit, the rest of the chorus uh, really went with what, what was a pretty significant change in the way we were doing our program last night? And, yeah. and the choir just watched me like crazy and fixed it themselves. So it all worked out. It was great. And then, yeah, this is year two with Mrs. Lewis. And it works out nicely because she's everything I'm not. She's patient. She's kind. Um, <laughs> That's the balance you're looking for, though. Yes. Um, so I think, I think the idea is um, it's really nice within the band department. And Mrs. Lewis and I both teach together. 612 and um like we have different strengths and the students are pretty much able to find like hey with this issue i'm having right now mrs lewis is probably the better person to go to and with this issue i'm going to go to mr link um and and she does a great job of you know letting me uh run things past her or sometimes letting me vent (laughs) if i need to and then and then in terms of that problem solving piece and then the other thing that is nice 
Uh, you know, while certainly, you know, Miss Bodner had been here, Mr. Sell had been here, and, and we still consider them great friends, and they've both moved on to other positions. Um, you know, Mrs. Green and I have been doing this a little while, so it's nice to get some new people in, and they bring new ideas, and uh, they help us see things in a different way, and it kind of keeps it from, from being stale on our end. And I also think it's nice for the, the transition of our students that you guys are are present during those middle school years. I know Ms. and to our listeners, Mr. Link does go down to the middle school and, and he teaches an eighth grade band class and helps out with sixth and seventh. And Mrs. Green gets down there as much as she can because she's now teaching here um, in the morning. But I think that that goes a long way because you guys are setting some early expectations. Um, like go back to your years in the middle school. Did you see Mr. Lincoln? You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. And like, so you, you yeah. kind of know what, what to expect, that that bridge is built. You know, you know those expectations and you're just, you're following and it's, it's such a great transition step, you know, into, into the high school program. Yeah, and um, back when I was in middle school, I had Mr. Link for band and Mrs. Green for choir because it was before we even had Bodner. It was like a, like I couldn't, when we, the year we were freshmen is when Bodner came in, and I remember thinking, I was like, "How does anybody not have green for choir?" Because <laughs> exactly like we're going on like seven years of like being in choir with Mrs. Green. It's gonna end, and like that's crazy. Yeah. And like having a different middle school teacher, like definitely offers like a lot of like more leeway for Mrs. Green to teach more things at the high school. But it's also just such, I was like, I feel like people are going to miss out on like the full like seven year experience. But so you, you can get t-shirts, I survived seven years <laughs> with Mrs. Green. Every day since like sixth grade. Yeah, I don't know how day, these middle schoolers yeah. are going to do it. But I mean, I know the other middle school teachers are doing like a really great job. And mm-hmm. you're not allowed to teach like a bunch of other classes in the morning. Like, I don't know how long AP Music Theory has been around, but I know it's first block now. And. Now you aren't teaching the middle schoolers. So. Yeah, a couple of years, and that's yeah. a neat way for me to um, teach it. What's really a completely different subject with mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with a different group of kids. Like that class is going to be very band heavy this semester, and I'm not sure if they're ready for the Julie Green experience. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I guess our final question for the topic is: We've done a lot of looking on how. The concerts have gone in the past, what the general expectations are, but kind of staying in the moment of what happened. What are some of our favorite moments from last night? Mine is John King as Santa Claus. Um, when he stepped up in the combined numbers dressed in a Santa suit, I almost lost it on stage. I was laughing. I feel like um, but do we have any like strong, funny or good or just memorable moments from last night as a whole? So um, one of the one of my favorite parts was um, if anybody hasn't watched it, the live stream is still up. But Lily sang a solo with the mm-hmm. with the jazz band, and so she sings and it's going very very well. And then there's a section where she stops singing because she's supposed to stop, and the band takes over. And then there's someone playing a, a, a saxophone solo, but everybody was cheering so loudly for the singing that Lily had been doing. And I look over and and. Jansen Puna, one of our students, is uh, he's playing this sax solo, and I kind of look, and he makes eye contact with me, and I just sort of, you know, shrug my shoulders and give him like, mm-hmm. guess you got to play a little louder now. <laughs> and uh, it, it was it was good, and it's really nice to have those individual moments with uh, students on the stage where you can sort of get in their head and see what mm-hmm. what they're thinking. And um, I, I just uh, 
And then the other thing for me was going out um, with our concert wins, which started the concert, which has, you know, uh, many freshmen and, you know, and they go out and, and Mr. Gabram was addressing the crowd and I just see the eyes wandering through the packed house and and everything and I just kind of saw those people and I'm like nope look at me we're here to go and and it just really put in perspective for me like the, this freshman class from a band perspective they they gave one concert in sixth grade uh, before the quarantine sent everyone home and then you know last year they did everything they could to catch up in eighth grade and had two restricted concerts and so basically since they're sixth grade year their beginning band concert of playing mary had a little lamb and whatnot this is the first time they did a completely unrestricted concert and it was on that stage and and i think there was a lot of a lot of nerves and things like that but i think i hope that they're all looking at it like it was a really good experience i, I think each group had a nice little special moment of some sort last night and that that's what makes us super happy as teachers and to see some growth in some students like maybe it's somebody that stepped up and did a solo that's mm, never done a solo who might that or be oh. Oh, Skyler. Skyler, yeah. right or even some of our younger corral kids that that sang a solo last night who a year ago would never have been able to to take that kind of pressure who just did a beautiful job so there are really some really nice moments I feel like the energy in the house was just really good because oh, like yeah. all, everyone was having like this like first unrestricted concert and you could like tell they're kind of like excited about it, you know, and there's just a lot of like energy and excitement that kind of helped with the concert. And I think the audience, they were like in awe because many of them probably haven't been to a concert like this because their child might have, or maybe older siblings, but I think they were just like, this is incredible. I had I talked to a couple of parents and this is better than going downtown to the State House Theater, you know, for, for because it, with that holiday. But for, for me, there's so much I'm impressed with every single number. And I love the transition, you know, between um, each of the numbers. But what stands out? Um, well, I need to know about Max, the fiddler. Well, we'll come back to that. Yes. But is when everyone's together. Like I loved when um, the choir came out and they're, they're part of that, the audience and singing to them. Like I was literally like, you know, yeah. 10 feet away from Lily, I could hear it, you know. So I love that planning the organization when it's encompassing everyone. And of course the last few numbers with everyone together on stage was, was incredible. Yes, our fiddler, Andrew Maxwell. Yeah, he, he's a phenomenal kid and a really, really good violinist. And I had not met him before last year. He wandered into theory class last year and, and because he's been homeschooled all this time. And, and, and I said, what do you play? And he said, oh, oh, oh I, I play violin. And I said, do you play well? And he said, yes. <laughs> and I nice. said, Great, I'm going to put you to work. So yeah. he played for us in the spring, um, played played one number with the choir in the spring last year, and then That's we really awesome. did put him to work last yeah. night to play a couple numbers. Yeah. So he's a great kid, and we're glad to have him as part of the team. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the idea, like you mentioned, going downtown, there's the production factor. You know, it is mm -hmm. a student production, but our goal and one of the things I think that stresses us out more than any musical issue is the how are we going to get from that to that? Um, Transition. I'll, when in the middle school, um, if there's any middle school students listen to this, I'll always, as we're teaching this in the middle school band, you know, as the percussion have to move from piece to piece, you know, the joke that I've been telling since 2004 is that uh, percussion, as you're moving, 
everyone else, it's just a bunch of strangers sitting in the dark and it's really awkward. Like you don't want to have that awkward downtime between things. You want just enough time for the audience to take a breath and for the performers to take a breath and then you want to go right with the next thing. And that's something that's been a real point of emphasis uh, for Mrs. Green and I with this holiday concert to try to keep the action nonstop Mm -hmm. and, and go from this to this to this and try to transition as seamlessly as we can and then the things that come up are you can say hey we're going to have the corral and mrs green did a great job of incorporating some band students uh to play with the last piece of the corral and so but then how do we transition those students onto the stage for their piece without it being disruptive and then we're going to go to the flute choir with mrs lewis how are we going to get them on without the audience sitting there for two minutes of you know dead time um and, and those are the things that's that's the piece for us that i think is is more tricky than the you're going to do this version of Silent Night, okay, but then I'm not going to do a version of Silent Night. I'll do this instead because um, you can only hear Jingle Bells so many times on a holiday concert. <laughs> so are you guys able then, do you do a final rehearsal when it, it all comes together? Like on, on Monday you guys got mm-hmm. together or last Friday? Like how does that work when you guys are planning the transitions, but then you need to, you guys need to do this and put it in action? I guess, like, how much time does that take? Yeah, we had our um, Monday rehearsal where we just kind of ran the combined pieces with the band and the choir, and we see how everything works. But the transitions, we usually, like, we work everything piece by piece by piece because we're unable to run the full concert at any point that's before the concert. Makes sense. So we just do a piece of the concert, a piece of the concert, a piece of the concert. But the real flow and transition of things doesn't really hit me, at least, until it's happening. And I'm suddenly like, oh, we're going from thing to thing to thing. And I'm like, it's all making sense. I did this before. I did this before. I did this before. But it's um, it's really like that Monday rehearsal is a great time to kind of be like, oh, yeah, we have the band, too. And, like, we've been doing this as a choir for so long, and now here's the band. Like, that's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. The full picture is finally being brought together with those kind of rehearsals because it's, like, the first time, at least on Monday, it was that the choir performed with the band and everything really starts to come together. Like you get to, you get a picture of what this will really be like yeah. um, the day of the concert. That's awesome. Great yeah. job. Overall, it was, yeah. it was a great winter concert. Great one to end on, I think. Awesome Absolutely. Year. I'm glad we got to do it before we graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got at least two. <laughs> right. All right, so our transition to our general what's happening in all of Kenston. We have the end of our first semester which is obviously bringing finals and ends of classes as we have their block scheduling. So Mr. Yeah, a, lot, a lot's happening. Um, I've said this, this is my favorite time of the year as we look at this transition from the end of the first semester to, you know, the second semester. And every grade level is a little bit of a, of a different feel. You guys as seniors, you know, you're now transitioning to your last semester. And, and what does that look like for you? Everybody kind of has a different plan, pathway. Um, but I look at my own daughter who's, you know, um, ending some very difficult classes. And she's like been just grinding and working hard and prepping. And, and she's just like, I'm almost done. We're almost there, you know, last two weeks. And I think that's great because you, you reach that certain point and then there's there's that break and kind of refresh and then you come back. What did you what are you taking with you from that first semester um, to improve yourself in your in your study habits into the second semester? So I, I love how that master schedule just just fits and we, we see the progress and growth each year, each grade level. 
until you're ready to get out of this school like you guys. And, and you're going to take all of that and, you know, apply to your, your favorite interests. So um, definitely some stressful times for, for some students, you know, who are in the, um, the APs and the finals and, and just how do you balance all and. I don't know how you guys balance that. So that maybe that question goes back to you guys with, if you are, are in heavy load of classes, um, like how do you find time to, to manage it all? As a senior, I've been kind of, I've been able to kind of take it easy this semester. I've been in like four electives. All of my classes have just been very directed towards like an interest of what I want to go to in college and mm -hmm. not like any core classes. But next semester, I'm kind of in for a rough go of it. I'm in three out of four APs, which is going to be kind of jarring. But, I mean, it the timing worked out because I do a load of extracurriculars, but they will be – oh, actually, now that I think about it, they kind of won't be because <laughs> the, the spring musical and bowling will still be going on. So, bowling. Oh, bowling. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I also work as well, but it is just kind of a balance of, like, being able to plan out what you're doing. This is like the first year I got a calendar, you know? <laughs> you really do have to keep in mind that the tasks you have to yes. get done to manage your time well. And, you know, it's not like I'm a very good time manager, but at this point with all the stuff I'm doing, I kind of had to figure it out. So it is just like a learning curve of And I think that's it. a skill. I mean, it's a super important skill, you know, to master that before you leave the building. But I think it, it you know, it... For each student, that comes at different times. You know, some freshmen will get that time management right away. Others, it takes a, a long time to, to really figure out how to balance it all. But um, how about you, Lily? Um, well, I feel like a lot of time as a senior, the like, the question is asked of like expectations or strategies for finals. And I'm sitting here and I haven't taken very many finals. Like, I, my freshman year, I took my first semester of finals and then not second semester. Sophomore year. Some of that had, had it's because of COVID, though. Yeah. Remember? A yeah. lot of it's COVID. Yeah. And for two years, probably, we didn't have exams, I think. And then last year, I was ready to be, like, thrown into finals, but I got exempt from, like, all of my yeah. Yeah. Air testing tests. scores. Yeah. And that's a great incentive. Yeah, it's, it's a great incentive. Um, and I'm in classes now that don't have an exemption. I'm in a statistics class and a... Um, geology of national parks and like I'm not worried that I'm not prepared for any of my finals in any way my teachers have done a good job of preparing me and I've, I've taken them before yeah but I'm like oh man I don't have that like secret key to like what to do but I don't know if anyone really has it like kind of figure it out on your way yeah like just kind of figure it out I feel like you're really thrown into it freshman year before you like get all the exemption but it really does get like easier as you age up because it's like mm -hmm. You already got the tools your freshman year. You, like, figure it out. But yeah. by I mean, senior year, you're kind of done with everything. The most finals we've taken is choir finals. Yeah. <laughs> we've taken one every semester. And that's a killer. That's yeah. a, it's the it's most a, it's difficult a real one. Yeah. No movies for final exam week. <laughs> we sing. We, we sing our final. That's great. Soulfish. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... End of our first semester. We have one semester left in high school. I'm feeling good about it. I'm not particularly stressed. I thought I would be, but I'm... Um, I can't say the same. I've got a, a lot coming towards me considering how easy my schedule's been, but... We have the same classes next semester. Yeah, I dropped one. 
And there will be no senioritis, so. No, not not at all. Not for you. Because your colleges accept you in like March. (laughs) Yeah, I don't hear back from a lot of my schools for a while, so. No senioritis yet. Nope, Um, not quite. But yeah, now into the fun side of things, I guess. Uh, Christmas is coming up. It's, our break is Friday. Do we have any favorite Christmas movies in the group? <laughs> I'm standing by Die Hard is a Christmas oh, movie. Oh, nice. It's a Christmas movie. That's part one <laughs> at the, it was his Christmas party yeah, it, in the hotel. The whole thing takes yes? place at a Christmas party in a hotel. Action packed. I mean, I remember Santa that was way back. Make an appearance. Does Santa make it? Yes, he does. I don't think Santa needs to be there. I think Santa you guys probably do. You even know what Die Hard movies. is? No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Actually, yes. Skyler. No. no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was just pretending. I'm sorry. <laughs> I um I think my favorite Christmas movie is is Christmas Story, and I know that's like a cop out, but it I I blame uh, TBS because when my kids were little, and every parent knows this, and you're up. At 11.30 at night, you're still wrapping and you're prepping things. They, they play Christmas Story for 24 straight hours. <laughs> and so it would just be on the TV. And I, I didn't see it until I was an adult, even though it's a much older movie. And then for some reason, I just, I don't, it's, it's nostalgic. It, it stuck with me. I do like all the different iterations of A Christmas Carol, though. And, mm-hmm. and I like that there's been some uh, new ones. I, I, I recently watched... Um, Spirited, which just came out, and that's mm-hmm. Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. That's on Apple TV. I, I highly recommend nice. to anybody. It's it's outrageously ridiculous, but in a very fun way. Muppets Christmas Carol is probably my favorite movie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I watch it every year. I love Muppets it's like Christmas Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol holds such like. As a kid, I was convinced that the Muppets made up a Christmas Carol, <laughs> and the didn't. only version I saw. And the real version was just like a recreation of the Muppets. <laughs> I thought it was a live action version of the Muppets movie. But yeah, I guess. I'm gonna, yeah. Oh, I, sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I'm gonna say Home Alone. Now, I don't, I guess that's Christmas, right? Every, every, oh, yeah. then there's three, I mean, a couple of sequels, and they, it was all during the holidays, I, if I remember, because they went on, they went on vacation, but they left them. At, that is, that's one of the classics, though. My girls loved watching that all the way through. It was Home Alone. I, I did watch Home Alone with my boys, though, and it, it like hurt me as a parent because <laughs> they're too smart and they'll come up with the plot holes. Yes. And, and I was like, like, this doesn't make any sense. And, and Justin, and you know Justin. Yes. And he, he's, he like, he's like, this, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, they were trying to call home and the phones were down. And I'm like, right. He's like, but he called and ordered a pizza. How did he order a pizza mm. if the phones were down? And I'm like, just just watch the movie. It, it's a good movie. <laughs> he seems like a guy you can't watch movies with. A lot, a lot of chattering with questions. That is 100% accurate. <laughs> See, I may not have a favorite movie, but I do have a least favorite. I dislike the Elf movie so violently. <laughs> it really shatters Hot my take. Hot take. It really shivers my bones. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I just something about that grown man in the elf suit really gets really gets me violent. Violent. <laughs> That's a fair opinion, though. So. Yeah, I guess Christmas-wise, me and my dad have this thing where we'll try to just find the most obscure Christmas movies. 
we bought a DVD set when I was a kid that was like at the dollar store of like a bunch of terrible Christmas movies and we watched it probably every year. It's like there's one called Frosty Returns, which is a sequel to <gasps> Frosty the Snowman, but it's a different animation style with like different actors. It's hilarious. Uh, there's this like German movie called Cricket on the Hearth that I love. <laughs> it's like really upsetting and has a really upsetting ending. And I think it's the best Christmas movie of all time. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so should we end with all Yeah, dishes? we'll move down to our, our quote that you oh, select. Go ahead, Lily. Great. So for our quote today, I kind of tied it to Christmas time. And only by giving, you are able to receive more than you already have from Jim Rohn. And I think it's a really good quote for the season. It's a great, like, you know, it's it's the time of giving. It's the time of receiving. But it's a good time to remember that, like, yeah, there's, there's like, there's two ends to it. You receive, but you also, you give. And sometimes that's more important than the receiving around Christmas time. All right. So... I guess this is it. This is Skylar. It's my first and last time <laughs> here. So, bombs away and have a great day. In the words of Mikey. Yes, in the words of Mikey. And this is Lily Tatera reminding you to stay cool, Kenston High School. Any last words, Mrs. Green? Mr. A Link. very happy holiday season to everybody in Kenston Bomberland. Whatever you celebrate, however you celebrate with your families, with your friends, everybody have a great one. And for all the students listening, if you're feeling stressed this semester because you put things off till the end, remember, in January, you get to start over again, and you don't have to feel that way if you're just more responsible the next time around. That's right. And Fresh start. That is pretty much the epitome of me and Mrs. Green in a nutshell. She will be very positive and raise the students up, and then I smack them right back down again. That's but the balance we're talking about, yes. though. But I really do hope that everyone has a great holiday, a restful break. Um, and come back and ready to have a great semester in January. I echo all of those words, and I also love the quote, um, giving back acts of kindness during this time of year is, is awesome when people are reaching out and, and helping other families in need and whatever that may look like. So thank you for all of that. Um, and I am signing off. This is Mr. G. Um, remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grind. Believe in yourself. And have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And that is all for season four, episode four of the Principles Podcast. Have a great rest of the week.